The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking to Matthew Harrington about some simple changes he made to his business that created this massive wave in results. And by results, I'm talking about money, sales, the dosh, the stuff what goes in your pocket and you, you give it to other people over a counter for overpriced hot chocolate and coffee. Cash. Now, just before we dive into this brilliant conversation, there's something very exciting to tell you about. A couple of days ago, we launched a brand new program that we've been working on for some time and has been in beta testing for some time uh, called Group Loops. It's a full multi-module course that gives you everything you need and actually allows you to build an incredible Facebook community, kind of like our email marketing show community, in order to grow your list and start making more sales. This is everything that we have learned and honed and refined over time to build the email marketing show community to thousands of members, six figures in sales, thousands of email subscribers on our list, including everything that works and cutting out all of the stuff that is conventional wisdom but just doesn't work. It's available right now. It's just launched. So if you want to check out the details of that and building a list with a Facebook group seems like uh, good fun to you without paying for ads and all that other expensive stuff, just go and check it out at emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash loops. He recently tried three brand new fast food restaurants that he'd never even heard of before. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple. And his favourite milkshake is the strawberry one specifically from Shake Shack. It's psychological mind reader Kennedy. Okay, so when we're in the States, we've been flying really back and forth all the time at the minute. Uh, you've tried three new restaurants. I mean, new to you, they're not new restaurants. Uh, what no. are they? Uh, Jack in the Box, which you oh, never yes. heard of either, had you? Yeah, no, I'd never heard of that one. Per- in and Out Burger. Had heard of it. Disappointed, when, honestly. Wendy's, I'd sort of heard of, but I didn't know if it was real or not, or if it was from like a TV show or something. All right, okay, yeah, so Wendy's, lovely. Yeah. I'm curious to hear what's people's favourite between the three. Chat in the box, in and out, or Wendy's. I know we've got our favourites. Let us know what yours are and maybe we'll comment back somewhere. Yeah, something like that. Shake Shack's an interesting place, isn't it? Because you love their milkshakes, despite being lactose intolerant, as we've described in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you love you love their milkshakes, but then they start... And Shake Shack, that's what they should do, isn't it? But then they started selling burgers and chips and all the rest of it, and the rest of it's kind of... Uh, shit. Average? <laughs> I was going to say if, average, if but we'll go with shit. If they didn't sell shakes, it would be called Shit Shack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true. Abs- I mean, the burgers are just absolute crap. Anyway, the chips are all right, actually. Their fries are, pr- are pretty good. Hello, we're a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who give course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business. That means you get to make more sales more predictably, in less time with a brand new episode every email marketing Wednesday yeah now as you're listening to this episode snap a quick selfie stick it on social media and tag us at Robin Kennedy we'd love to know which episodes are grabbing your attention and making you listen to the show today so grab a selfie let us know which episode you're listening to and if you haven't got your face on then just you know screenshot the podcast episode or something instead and we'll just assume you're ugly as shit yeah 
That's all, that's all we'll do. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button on your podcast player. That means a brand new episode of the show downloads to your phone or device every single week and you won't miss out on an episode. If you haven't already and you're a regular listener, make sure you drop us a review on Apple Podcasts and we're going to be reading them out over the coming weeks. Rob, we've got a really, uh, I'm really excited about this episode. One of my favourite types of episodes when we get a chat to our members of our paid community, The League. And that's what we're doing this week. We love hearing what people are doing, what they're having success with. So, Matthew Harrington, welcome to the Email Marketing Show. How are you? Hey, it's good to be here. Awesome to have you here, man. You've been doing some really good stuff. We've been noticing your posts inside the members' uh, Facebook group and, and community about that, uh, about that. How long have you been a member of the league for now? I think it's probably been about six months, which yeah. is five longer than I expected. That's funny. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about that then. Now we're talking honestly. I, I am a, I'm a sampler. So I, I find podcasts I like, I check out their products and I go like, you know, make a free trial. I go check it out and I've tried about four or five memberships and this is the only one I've actually stuck around. And you guys <laughs> snagged me to the yearly membership a couple months ago. So now I'm here for the long haul. Love it. I absolutely love it. So um, just tell us a little brief outline because we help in the league. We've got so many different types of businesses with different stuff. Tell us a little bit about what your business is and what you do and who you help. Yeah, so primarily I'm in kind of like the education space, but I'm educating behavior analysts and behavioral therapy professionals to continue their education and then align more of what they do with that scientific evidence base that our field is built on. Okay, and are you doing that through, is it it a membership or is it courses or is it training in person? Like what's your product deliverable? My prime, uh, my primary product is a membership. It's a, it's a research library. So it has tons and tons of resources. And then I also have ancillary courses and things like that as they funnel up into the primary membership. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I remember, I just want to pick up on some, some words of yours. I'm going to, I'm going to quote them back at you roughly, but I'll let you kind of explain. I remember a post that you made somewhere. I think it was in our Facebook group for members of the league that said, I've been here for like a month or so now, or two months maybe. And, um, and I remember you saying that before joining, you thought that, um, you know, like a, a membership like the league at that kind of price point was kind of too expensive for what you quoted as a small business like yours. And then you came and joined and like straight out of the starting gates got a result. Just talk to us a little bit about the mindset kind of before and then after coming to some kind of realization about that. Yeah, it was a big barrier. You know, at that point, before I joined the league, I think I had a revenue of, you know, maybe like four or 500 a month. And then I'm using Kajabi, which is a fairly expensive service. So you're tacking on 200 plus, you know, some other ancillary expenses. So I didn't really have a lot of revenue to work with to to put towards an online membership. Um, and I, th- I think I just... I don't know what happened, what like pushed me into joining, but I think when I did end up joining, it was a shift of, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of a risk here. I don't know exactly what's going to happen at the end of it, but I think these people have enough, uh, credibility that it's worth taking that risk for me. And so I joined, I think my, you know, I basically like erased my profit from joining, but then within a very quick turnaround, I think it was like within three weeks, I copied some email formats and I had launched my first webinar. And then I got more than I expected on the back end, and it ceased to be a problem. Wow. So, I mean, that's amazing because I think a lot of people can, it's, it's easy to think, you look at this email marketing thing, you think, right, well, I'll join a program when I know it's going to take me a little while, a few months maybe to get a result. But you're talking, you took our webinar campaign, you implemented three weeks later, it was live and you made back 
multiple times your investment in the league and it allowed you to cash flow going forward and obviously uh, ending up in profit again in your business which is I mean hats off to you for taking action because how many people how many of us join programs and don't take action I've done it maybe you've done it in other places like we've all kind of done that but kudos to you for actually uh, for doing that so I absolutely love that so one of the things I know that you got a great deal of value out of was uh, and great results from was how you switched around things with your Facebook group. So tell us what happened, because I know you used our group loop system to do this. You were one of our beta testers because we gave members of the league a sneak peek of that program uh, back in a few quite a few months ago. Now, what was going on with your Facebook group and what did you change and what happened? Yeah, so it was actually kind of a funny story when y'all released that course. Um, my he he's now eight months. My kid was fairly young, wasn't sleeping at all, and so I sat up in a chair trying to get him to sleep and watched the full course like just in one sitting. And I stopped, I couldn't sleep that night because I was so interested in what was going to happen that next morning. And then I woke up early and I changed the direction of the Facebook group. So before I I was treating the Facebook group, um, similar to how I was treating, um, maybe like a blog where people come in, they read something and they leave. There was no community aspect to it. There was no ongoing post. My posts, when I did post in there were, you know, analyzing research articles it didn't encourage conversation and things like that so when you guys came in you almost gave me permission to change the what i was doing and shift the focus from more of a blog to a community and i I credit a lot of that to the different post examples and things like that because some of your posts were i think I, i put it i think like five five out of like the 20 post suggestions were kind of long form like interesting like you know kind of behind the scenes like stuff that i was posting but then all the rest were fun engagement comment driven focused on like teasing with the algorithm and things like that and that's what really ended up blowing up my group to you know another thousand people in one month and then now it's uh just about 4x in size within that time frame amazing amazing so I want to just say about as well, you didn't start off with a group of 30 or 40,000 people. That's not what we're talking about here. I mean, how big was your group when you started this process? Yeah, I had I had just hit a thousand members or so. So I was just around that and I was I was ecstatic. It was like a slow, long grind. Um, and it was it was a cool it was a cool milestone. And I'm so proud of that that direction that that group had had gone. But there was no easy transition from Facebook to sales like there was no line that that could a customer could easily go on and i was pulling my hair out because i was like this seems significant like i feel like this is important but i can't do anything with it and so then i switched over i started collecting members right now we're at 3.6 um 3.6 thousand which is wildly uh blows my mind still um but now it's a lot easier to get somebody from my facebook group to my email list my Facebook group to my, my sales page, um, not only because of the different types of posts that kind of like push the group to the top of people's Facebook feeds, but also, you know, just asking questions that related to emails um, when they come in, um, automating that system to add them to my email list, you know, giving them the freebie, all of that stuff has provided a really clear path from somebody to join the Facebook group to then go to the email list. I love it. I'm curious, where did you, at what point in your business journey did you get started with email marketing generally? Yeah, one of the, uh, one of the, 
memberships that I sampled when I first, first got started. And I still really like these people. They're, they're from Flip Lifestyle. Um, and they're pretty solid people and they really preach membership. They talked about email marketing as in daily emails. And that's all I did is I sent kind of story ish with a sale on the PS. They talked about having a nurture sequence. So you had a, you know, every month a sales email went out, but there was no data. There was no, uh, you know, I, I had no idea what I was doing. So I was just emailing to email and then, I heard of y'all's campaigns and how you took it a little, and and that appealed to me a lot, which was the making something out of the email list. It's the same thing with the customer journey, right? Taking somebody from the email list to the sales page. I had no method for that. Um, So it kind of morphed through the years until where it is now, which I would say is a, a fairly significant part of my business. It sounds like you've been through quite a change. So going back to the Facebook group, like how do you feel about, that Facebook group now compared to how you felt about it and viewed it before you had this new mechanism for attracting all these new people, having this hyper engagement, moving more people onto your email list. So you can do the selling, which we're going to get onto in a second. How, how do you view that now? Like how do you feel about it now and how compared to how you felt about it before? It's, it's more fun. You know, it's just, oh, <laughs> it's simply good. more fun to have a Facebook group that's engaged that, um, I I allow myself to be casual in, Um, you know, when I switched it to more of a community based, I allowed my personality to show up more. I did Facebook lives. Um, I just, I I shared more stories about my personal life. And so the post didn't become copy pasting, you know, a research article and typing a summary. It became, you know, my toddler threw chicken nuggets at my face five minutes ago, (laughs) and then I got sad. And now I'm telling you guys about it because this research article applies and so the post just became more enjoyable and of course seeing people go from facebook to the email list and then convert that's also pretty fun as well yeah no kidding the fun never stops when people convert what impact would you say this um this facebook thing and everything you've done as a knock-on effect of that with email has had on your kind of revenue as a business it's definitely increased it a lot um it also increased the consistency of it, and it comes back to the customer journey. So I was I was growing uh, and I was churning, you know, a, a small amount each each month. So I was growing and I was progressing, but I didn't have any of the next steps nailed at, nailed on, tacked on to the back of it. And so then once we kind of switched over, or once I switched over to like the Facebook group to the email, the email to the sales page, and everything like that. Um, I, I started growing fairly significantly. And I think I sent you a screenshot at one point where there was just like a like an exponential growth. And it, it settles down and still fades and goes back and forth, but it's always growing at probably double the size that it would without the uh, the connections between all the different processes. I think it's, it's absolutely amazing. So if we're to like to talk to our listeners right now and say to them, look, this is the one action you should go and take to make an impact on your business. What is the one thing that you've done that's really helped you? What's the bit of what's the action that should, people should go take? I think as cliche as it sounds, thinking through the connection between the different parts of the business. And that's what really helped me is I had, you know, I, I was, I'm good at creating content. I, I'm good at just putting stuff out there and I get people who like that content, but there's no connection between the different parts. So when, when you have 
a Facebook group over here, an email list over here, a blog over here, and there's no pieces to connect it, there's no like general flow, um, then they're just there. You know, there's that you may convert some here, you may convert some here, but there's no data, there's no measurement, there's no way to really say this piece is working better than this piece. Um, whereas now I just, I hired on another person. They're helping me more with my blog and my podcast. And I specifically found indicators to track. All right. This blog is converting at this much. Um, they're coming from this place. Therefore, where's the weak link? Where's the strong links? Things like that. I love it. I love the fact you've gotten to a place from barely being able to afford to join a membership to I've now been able to bring on a new member of staff to help me to give you more time with your, with your kids. And, and I think that's, that's absolutely amazing. So what that's like amazing growth like a mass a group that's growing exponentially um your sales are more consistent you're bringing on team members you're growing the business you serve this this is amazing so it does beg the question what do you plan on doing next what's the next piece of the puzzle with your email marketing in this part of your business there's so many you know that's a um it's a it's it's almost like the curse of where you, where I am now, which I would never trade in in a second, but I have a lot of pieces that are working. And so now it's where can I spend the time to make the next set of pieces working? So the next things that I'm thinking about are creating a, um, a much more higher ticket course. My membership goes for you know about 30, $35. And so upping and upselling into a higher ticket course, and then also creating a really consistent downstream to where we have people collecting them from the free lead magnets up and then also upselling the the really passionate fans as well as just continue to grow the audience what's been interesting as i've grown audience is that i've gotten less and less interested in growing audience you know i think there's there was almost like a false belief that i had that if i had x amount of people then I'll make X amount of dollars. But now I could care less about having 6,000 people versus 3,000. I could have an email list of 5,000 or 2,000. There's more than enough people who are looking at my stuff to, to you know, support this small business. So it's just about converting. So it's all about how can I help people um, and show them the value that I have. And that's the thing. It's about making the most out of the list you've got, whether you've got 500 or 500,000 people on your email list. If you've got really good systems in place and you have to turn every single person into the most valuable subscriber they can, then, then you're, you're in a really good, really good spot. So this has been an incredible conversation about the journey that you've been on. And I know because you've sent me graphs of things that have like been annotated with, here's what happened when I joined the league. And then there's like this hockey stick little bit of growth. And here's what happened when I started doing this Facebook group thing. And then there's uh, the, the engagement spikes up hugely. Uh, it doesn't spike up, it goes up and, and stays up every month, which is uh, is really, really exciting. Um, how out of the blue did all of this come for you compared to what you expected? It was really out of the way. I mean, the going back to like that that first webinar sequence, um, I had never done anything like that. I had heard about some stuff like that, but you know, I remember um, I told my wife I, I was freaked out because I was going to do you know my first Facebook Live um, and this webinar that I had been promoting, and then I said, you know, it, I just want to make enough money off of this to uh, afford pizza, you know, cause you know, we budget. And so I wanted to make enough money to, to get a celebratory pizza. And my wife ordered the pizza before I started the webinar. And I was like, oh, you done screwed up now. Now I'm going to fail and not, we can't afford the pizza. And uh, this makes it sound like we're, you know, we're not broke. We haven't had enough money for the pizza, but, and then 
the result of the webinar being so significant, you know, making, you know, 200 off the bat, um, rather than just the 15 that I was expecting was wild. But then what's been cool Let's, is whoa, seeing whoa, the consistency. Whoa. You were expecting 15 and you got 200. Yeah, I was I mean, you brushed over that a little bit, mate. I mean, <laughs> big yourself up a little. That's flipping amazing. Well done. $15 to afford dominoes. Um, <laughs> but then it's been cool to see the consistency. And that's what I'm really into now is um, designing campaigns and systems and building my, my email engine for all of you DEN members um, so that people continue to convert even after the fact. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely incredible. And I I've got to ask you this. Do you feel like, because it sounds like a lot of time, a lot of work, and obviously we've all got other things to do in our businesses. We've got all the other shit to do in our businesses. Do you feel like this email stuff has taken over your life and taking up too much time? Um, or has it become a new obsession? Or has it become, or, or do you, I mean, how is it relating in terms of like filling up your time? It's definitely addicting, right? To see, to, to build the next campaign and to put people through it, to to analyze the results and things like that. I would say it, it went from being an afterthought to something that is a habit. You know, I, mm -hmm. I don't know which one of y'all talks about uh, uh, making your tea in the morning and then writing your email. I do that with coffee. Um, so I'll make my coffee in the morning, I'll heat up my water and I'll write my daily email. Um, so it's definitely addicting. It's something that I really get into, but it, it hasn't taken over everything, but I do know, like I get itchy if I haven't put another email campaign in, like if it's yeah. been a month and I haven't put something else in and I'm like, Ooh, I'm leaving money on the table. And that's the thing. I think it's the result that once you've seen the impact this stuff makes, you go, why would I prioritize something else over this? Because this is the thing that gets the results. And that's what we say every time. Like when people say to us, I haven't got time to do email. I'm like, you haven't got time to do anything else. Like there's nothing compares to it once, you, once you've actually seen those results. But it's obviously you've been doing by doing a great job of implementing. Uh, Matthew, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for sharing your story and being so open about the things you've been doing and working so hard and just getting shit done. We absolutely love that about you. So um, uh, thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. It was a pleasure being here. Uh, Matthew, uh, just quickly, if, if people want to find out more about your stuff and what you do, tell us, how do we find you? Yeah, you can go to my website, behaviorsbookclub.com, and of course, you can join my email list. The, of course. See the wizard in action. I, lo I love that. Uh, if, you if, want to, if you want to get your hands on the very same stuff that Matthew used to create this incredible growth in his Facebook group engagement and sales and everything, uh, we've just launched the course a few days ago. Um, it's called Group Loops, and it's available at emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash loops. It's broken down our entire formula, all the different types of posts that Matthew talked about, the engagement strategy, when to post, how to grow the group, and everything else is all included uh, in uh, massive detail inside this phenomenal course we're so excited uh, you can grab it at emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash loops and do you know what mate I, you know what i love about using a facebook group to do this is one we did it out of desperation that we didn't have a budget but even if you've got a budget right we had no money to invest in this at all and get in traffic but we wanted to leverage the millions and billions of the billions of users who are on facebook we wanted to get in front of that audience but without, ha without having to spend the increasing and constantly leaping prices of ads and by having a facebook group you get to do exactly that you get to leverage that audience so if that's what, something you want to do to grow your email list for people who already love you then go check out emailmarketingheroes.com slash loops for the group loops course. Now it's time for this week's subject line of the week, subject line of the week. Robert, what have you got for us? 
Uh, this week it is Your Marketing is Undercooked. I mean, I'm gagging to know what the hell this was about. <laughs> I've no idea. I can't remember now. It's that long since I wrote the email. But um, I like this because it's it's uh, the idea of taking something that people know what that means. Like, they know, like you don't want to eat food that's undercooked or anything. You've got a barbecue. You don't want the food to be undercooked. Um, and so it has this... Um, this sort of undercurrent of something being dangerous or unhealthy for you to eat undercooked meat and this idea that your marketing could be undercooked i think paints an interesting picture that oh my god you know what's it doing for me if my marketing is undercooked so that's there that's this week's subject line of the week subject line of the week thank you so much for listening to the whole show this week it means the world if you haven't already make sure you hit the the subscribe button because that means a brand new episode of the show downloads to your podcast player every week when we do this every email marketing wednesday with a brand new episode of the email marketing show with brand new tips on things that you can do to significantly grow the sales in your business of your courses your programs your coaching and your membership so hit subscribe so you don't miss out on another episode right We'll be back next week and we'll do it all again with brand new stuff all about email marketing to grow your business. See you then.